welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey everybody, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. On today's episode of the podcast slash vlog, I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience at the Moore Expo. So this thing just happened on February 13th and 14th. It's a Midwestern overlanding and adventure style exposition, I guess you would say. It's an indoor event. Um, the weather was a little bit crazy. It was about zero degrees or negative temps the whole time that we were there. So if you walked outside for more than a minute or two, you were your face was freezing off. Um, so that was a bit of a challenge, but it kind of made it more fun. Um, and then the event itself was just phenomenal. So again, I wanted to kind of talk through the experience that I had. You know, there are a ton of people that have done walk-arounds of the expo. You know, I've posted a number of pictures of the things that were at the expo. I kind of feel like there's been plenty of content around that sort of stuff. Um, so what this is going to be more about is, you know, my impressions of the Moore Expo. Kind of like what I felt, what I experienced, what I saw when I was there. So, you know, I'm going to, of course, I'm going to touch on a lot of the, like, the vendors and the, the rigs and stuff that I saw there. But more talking about just the experience, right? So um, before we dive into that, I did just want to briefly touch on my featured partners. Overland Addict, a great, great shop. They were at the expo, so it was great to meet Chad, uh, the owner, in person. And I actually got to go around and kind of see some of his shops. And so I'll probably talk about that a little bit in this episode, too, and, and show you some B-roll to show you the growth of his store. Um, but I know he had a phenomenal show, sold a ton of stuff, and there were a ton of people there just super impressed with the quality of his gear. So that was really cool to see. Um, Last U.S. Bags also representing there. I had a bunch of their stuff with me. Um Chad sold a bunch of their stuff at Overland Attic, and I'm sure that there were other vendors that, that had their stuff as well. And then Northology Overland. Uh, this is a phenomenal free monthly digital magazine. So if you click on that link below, scroll to the middle of the page that you land on and sign up, throw in your email to sign up for that. You'll get it every month for free. Um, and it's just beautifully edited. It's got great articles in it. You know, if you're an outdoors person, an overlander, a, a hiker, anything like that, you're going to love this magazine. So definitely check that out as well. Um, and then I, you know, I usually mention more expo. Um, now, since that just happened, of course, it's going to be another year before it happens again. So I'll probably drop them off for just a little bit because, you know, there's nothing really to talk about yet. But I did talk to Chris the other day, and it sounds like there's some pretty exciting uh, stuff coming for next year, which I'm not allowed to talk about. So uh, stay tuned for that, and maybe in a few months we'll be back at uh, promoting more 2022. All right, but so let's dive into the episode. So as I mentioned, um, on this episode of the podcast slash vlog, going to talk a little bit about my experience at more, give you guys the play-by-play um, of the event, of the experience, of the time that I had, of how much fun it was, kind of the travel and how that was. Um, it was awesome. Like, let me just start by saying, like, there's no gotchas here. There's no, like, oh, this sucked or it was okay, but this was good. You know, it was like... It was just an all-around really fantastic event. Um, I appreciated, you know, their attention to detail. They had, you know, tons of stuff there. They had that the more momentum, which Northology Overland actually put together for them. Um, beautiful magazine full of tons of information about the vendors and the, the exhibitors and the rigs that were at the event. Um, really, really cool thing. 
Um, the staff was fantastic. Uh, with the pandemic and stuff going on, you know, there was a lot of safety stuff in place, tons of, you know, hand sanitizers and things like that. So despite being an indoor event, which made, I know some people mentioned in the comments that they were a little sketched out by that. It was actually really well run and I was really impressed at the safety stuff that they did. Um, so again, really great event overall. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Um, so let's kind of start with travel and, and the day of, right? So like any of these type of events, you know, there's a lot of excitement, I think, leading up to it. Like, um, I took Friday off work, so it, it took place on the 13th and 14th of February. It was a Saturday-Sunday event. Um, but a lot of folks were leaving Friday because it's about... I'm in Indianapolis, so it's about seven hours away from me without stops to get to Springfield, Missouri. Um, so I had set an alarm for, like, I think eight or something. I was like, you know what, if I just leave, not late in the morning, but, you know, mid-morning or early morning... Then I'll get there by mid-afternoon, and I'll maybe be able to stop by a little bit early and get a sneak peek, maybe. Um, but, of course, I went to bed that night, you know, say 11, 11, 30, 12 o'clock. And then about 5, 5.30, I was up, man. I was like, you know what? I'm just excited. I can't wait. Um, I think I know a lot of people that aren't into overlanding or, or, or haven't taken these really long trips, whether it's to go on, a, like, an overlanding uh, excursion or to go to, like, an expo like this, probably won't get that, but... You just have all these ideas running through your head. You have all these thoughts. You have all these people that you want to meet, all these things that you want to see. So it was super exciting. So I couldn't sleep. I woke up early. Um, I think I did end up getting out of here, like getting all my things packed. I had to kind of rerun through my list um, to make sure I wasn't going to forget anything because I was afraid I was going to get there and not have any of my camera gear or, you know, not have my phone or, you know, something important. So I reran through my list, made sure that everything was packed up, said goodbye to the family, got in the car and uh, headed out. And... You know, there's just something fun about that. Even though it's kind of a boring, long highway drive, right? Like, it's not like I was overlanding or, like, off-roading that whole time. It's just you're trying to get to your destination. So it was all highway travel. But, you know, the Xterra is not exactly the most fuel-efficient vehicle. So I knew I was going to be in for a few stops, get out and stretch my legs, get an energy drink, get something to eat. Um, and so just even, I think even that stuff is kind of fun, right? You get to see new stuff. You get to, I saw the arch. I drove through St. Louis. That was cool. Um... And so it was just the travel was actually quite a bit of fun. Um, I will say, and I'll put up some B-roll here. I'll, I'll put up the video of this because I did capture it on my, my dash cam, which I'm glad I was running that. Um, but when I was probably about 15, 20 minutes out from Moore, I'm driving down the highway, right? And I'd been in the left lane passing somebody, and I got over to the right because there's a big glut of cars coming up behind me going really fast. And the Xterra doesn't exactly fly. I go about 73, 74 at the most. Like, that's about the most that I do in it because otherwise I'm just burning gas faster, right? So um, get over to the right. These cars all go by me. Four, five, six cars go by me probably. I've got my cruise set, so I'm going, you know, 73 or so in the right lane. I'm cruising along, and all of a sudden, way up ahead, I see this semi jump out to the left and block all those cars that are going super fast, right? And I'm like, oh, what a jerk. And I'm going, and I'm going, and I have my cruise on again, so, like, I'm not, I'm just not touching it. But I start to come back up on those cars, right? And I start to go by them on the right. And I'm like, this is annoying. Like, should I just shut it off and get behind those people so that I don't look like a jerk? But then I look up ahead and, like, this truck has gotten over to the left and it's slowed way down. So I'm like, you know what? I can just leave my cruise on and go past this truck. And there's, like, five truck links in front of him and nobody to the right. 
I'll just go past them and then I'll get over to the left and that way I don't have to take my cruise off. I don't have to stop, right? So I'll put the video here of, of how that went for me. Um, but as I get up, I pass all these cars and, you know, they're getting pretty pissed at the truck and probably at me too. Um, but as I go past all the cars, I get up, you know, right beside the cab of the truck. All of a sudden he decides, you know what? I need to get out of these people's way and get over. And he starts to come over and I lay on the horn. Um, and there's no audio in this clip, but I start to lay on the horn and he doesn't see me and he just keeps coming. And I'm, I'm considering all my options cause I'm going 70 in a lifted truck with no sway bars and a rooftop tent and the wind's blowing it. It's a little sketchy. Um, but I happen to be right next to an off-ramp. So I look at it and I'm like, if he doesn't stop coming over here in the next second, like, I gotta go. And so I check my mirrors, there's nobody beside me, and he just keeps coming. So I jumped off and I went straight up that off-ramp and I was just, you know, cussing up a storm and super mad. But luckily, you know, no one was hurt. Um, nothing ended up happening. I ended up actually catching back up with him because I went up the off-ramp and then back down the on-ramp and got back on the highway and, you know, he wasn't going that fast. So I caught up to him and I saw him giving me a sideways glance in the mirror and looking at me. I think he felt kind of bad about it. But uh, luckily no one was hurt. I didn't die. Uh, but it was a pretty interesting uh, thing for sure. So again, if you're listening on the podcast, sorry, you can't see it. Hop over to YouTube and check this episode out there at about the, you know, eight-ish minute mark. And, uh, and you'll be able to see that there because it was a little crazy. Um, so, but aside from the near-death experience, the, uh, the trip was actually pretty smooth and pretty good. Um, but so then I got there. I went straight to the Ozark Empire Fairgrounds, which is the venue where it takes place. And when I pulled up, you know, it's just like heaven for an overlander. Like there's just, you know, lifted Jeeps everywhere. There's Toyota Tacomas, Forerunners, Colorados. They're all kitted out. They've all got the bed racks. They've all got... You know, road up. Everybody's all kitted out. Nobody comes to these things. Like, we're not going anywhere. No one was overlanding. It was too cold for anyone to go camping, really. I mean, a few people did, but most of them wouldn't even do that. Um, but so you just get there, and you just, as you're rolling up, like, the entire parking lot is like, you just want to walk around the parking lot, except it was too cold, um, to check out all these rigs. But so I pulled up to the front door, and I actually saw Revere Overland's uh, Forerunner parked there, and I recognized it from his videos, and I was like, oh, I'm going to park next to him. So I parked right next to Revere Overland's uh, truck, got out, ran inside, and when I got inside there, I saw Chris Holloway, the person that runs more, and of course we know each other. We haven't met, well, actually, we met back in September at CORE, um, so we have met once. Um, but I see him, I'm like, hey, buddy, what's up? And uh, he gave me a pass, like a, a whatever vendor pass or whatever, so I could get in. And uh, I got to sneak in behind the scenes, man, and it was awesome. So when I got there again, Revere was there, and he had traveled up with Overland Pioneers, Jeremiah from Overland Pioneers. So those two guys and I kind of hung out all weekend, which was a lot of fun. Um, got to kind of talk shop about YouTube and the weird stuff that we do that, you know, is not normal. Um like not getting to enjoy your trip because you have to shoot video of every inch of every mile that you travel through the woods. Um, but it was a lot of fun, right? And so we kind of walked around. Uh, Jeremiah, Overland Pioneers, actually had his brand-new Jeep Gladiator uh, representing Red Arc. Um, so he had you know, had to set that all up, had to get everything set up, had to have his trailer set up because he's representing Shut Industries trailers as well. Um, so kind of helped him get his stuff set up kind of set up some of my stuff and then grabbed a camera and, and started kind of walking around and taking pictures of, you know, the rigs that were there. And man, there was some amazing stuff. And I may throw up some, some still shots here over me while I'm talking to show you some of that, or maybe some moving B roll if I've got it. Um, but I mean, this place is just awesome, right? It's like 80,000 square feet. They have the entire venue to themselves. Um, when you first walk in straight in the doors there, so there was Jeremiah's, like the Red Arc booth is like right there to the left as you walked in. And next to that was the Moore Expo 
his build, and that thing is amazing too. And then straight ahead was Artemis's booth, and they had. And when I say booth, I don't mean booth. I mean like a quarter of the expo was Artemis stuff. And they had brand new defenders back there, the uh, Ozark Mountain Adventure Van guys that that I interviewed a month or two ago. Um, they were back there too. So just tons of stuff there. Um, you know, Trail Recon was there, which was awesome. Uh, you know, my buddy Grant from Arkansas Off Road, he was there. Chad Boyd, Overland Addict. Again, I talk about them all the time. They're fantastic, but I've never met Chad in person until this expo. So it was great to meet him. I got to hang out with him a little bit. I got to drive him home one night because his truck was actually in the show. The Mercedes was in the show. So he had a U-Haul or I could take him home and, and I was picking up an awning, which there will be a review and unboxing and install video coming soon on that. Um, but so I got to hang out with him a little bit, which was cool. Again, I got to hang out with Revere Overland, who I'd never met before the show. He was awesome. Um, got to see Jeremiah again. He's all right. Um, you know, and just met a ton of people. Um, Matthew Fry, Fry's on the side. Smaller channel, but you guys should definitely go check him out. He's a hustler, man. He busted his butt. He did a great job with video. He did a nice recap video of the show. Um, I'll put a link down below to his stuff as well because, again, he's, he's doing great work. He's hustling, man, and he's doing a good job, so go check him out. But so, yes, yeah, so there were just tons of people there, right? Tons of vendors, tons of, of booths with gear and swag, tons of free stickers, patches, that kind of stuff. Tons of stuff to buy, shirts, you know, just everything, right? Um, so I was fortunate enough, thank you, Chris, for, you know, letting me sneak around behind the scenes and getting in a little bit early and then kind of coming in early every day to, to kind of get ready and get set up and, and be shooting video and talking to people and doing interviews and stuff. Um, if you guys have seen, I've dropped maybe one or two by now, but I've got several little, you know, little short snippet interviews where I just had people give me like their elevator pitch, like Grant from Arkansas Off-Road and Backwood Adventure Mods. Like, tell us about those things really quick. Um, I did do one with TC Teardrops, too, that'll be coming. They were there at the show. They make these amazing quality teardrop trailers that are built to survive. Like, he has taken it all over Moab and just all over the country and lived out of this thing for months, and it is a thing of beauty. And Northology Adventures, or Northology Overland, of course, they were there, too. They're talking about Core, which is coming up this September. Tickets actually go on sale March 1st, so um, I will try and put a link in the description below to that as well, although when this video posts, it's probably going to be before that, so I may not have a link, so I may have to come back later and do it. If it's after March 1st and you're watching this video and there's no link to buy core tickets, yell at me in the comments, and I will come back and I will put it in, in, the, in the description. Um, and of course, you know, like the big guys too, like Midland Radio was there. They were fantastic. Helux fridges were there, which I've seen these things around a little bit. I haven't gotten a chance to check one out, but they're basically like overlanding fridges. But instead of having to worry about all the stuff, all the electricity to keep them running off of your rig, they have a built-in battery pack and they claim it'll last for like three to four days. So someday I really want to check one of those things out because they are sweet looking. So, you know, again, the vendors were amazing. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Um, there were also a number of featured rigs. Um, I did not have a featured rig in the event. Maybe next year. I don't know. Maybe if I, I might actually clean up the truck this time. And maybe I can twist Chris's arm and, and get it inside. I don't know. We'll see. Um, 
But it didn't matter that I wasn't in there. And my truck, I actually felt like mm, my truck probably shouldn't be in there right now compared to some of these other rigs. But again, Trail Recon's Power Wagon was in there with his Patriot trailer, and that thing was just beautiful. Just an awesome looking truck. Um, you know, again, Grizzy Graham, Grant Wilbanks, Arkansas Off Road, his Tacoma was in there, looked really good. I mentioned Chad Boyd, his awesome green Merc uh, G Wagon was in there and looked sick. Um, right at the back of his booth with all this gear set up in front of it. Tons of fuel cans out in front of it. It was cool. It was really nice. Um, there was the Rogue Overland guys. So these guys are like big, you know, uh, I'm a big fan of theirs because they're huge and they make awesome, awesome videos there from out west. So they've got some access to some really cool spots. But they had their solid axle swapped Gen 1 Xterra there and that thing was just awesome. And, and I love it too because they have, we talked for quite a while actually and they have kind of the same mentality as I do where like, yeah, their rig is sick and it's really, really modified and they do have a good deal of money in it, right? More than I do in mine. And it shows, right? Like it's, it's a sweet rig, but then like their roof rack, they built it out of steel themselves for like 60 bucks, right? So like they're very budget minded. They're very, when it, you know, when it, when it matters, they buy the good stuff, but when, when it doesn't as much, if they can do it themselves, if they can make something, then they're, they're going to do that. Um, so got a great chance to talk to them a bunch. I think actually there will probably be some joint content coming from us. Like we, we're going to work together hopefully in March to put something together and kind of, you know, shine the light on each other's channels. So if you're not familiar with them, definitely want to check them out. I'll put a link in the description of this video. Um, but yeah, just great guys, Nick and Nick. So it's really easy to remember their names. Um, but so they were there. There was a big earth roamer style vehicle. There was this giant Jeep on, I don't even know how big the tires were, 40s, 45s, 50s, I have no idea. They were they were so big that I could probably fit both of my kids inside of them standing up. Um, but this Jeep was just badass. Um, there were a number of Jeeps. There was an old school Land Cruiser. Like, I mean, old school, like 80s, 90s, I don't know, I don't know a ton about Toyotas, but just one of the old, old school Land Cruisers, and it was immaculate and beautiful, but it was all kitted out, and it looked like they actually used the thing. There was an old school Land Rover there that was amazing. Um, you know, tons of Tacomas, tons of Colorados. There were actually a number of Colorados that came from Indiana. Um, one of them hit me up before leaving. Um, we didn't get a chance to convoy together because I left a little bit earlier because I wanted to get out here and start shooting. But got to meet up with him and check out his truck uh, when he got here. But it was awesome. So nice to meet you, Arthur. And uh, so, you know, I mean, there were just so many rigs. But the parking lot is almost as interesting as the exhibits themselves, right? Like, there's just so much cool stuff. Um but again, just walking around and looking at those trucks. For anybody that's into overlanding, again, if you miss this year, next year you're going to want to come because it's going to blow your socks off, right? Like, it's just it's just so amazing the quality of some of these rigs, the money, the time, the effort that some of these people have put in to their rigs. And it, you just see it. It shows through, right? So it was really, really cool. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So to kind of wrap this up, the, the last thing I wanted to touch on was the overall vibe of the show. Um, again, I think, you know, we all know 2020 was a little bit crazy. Um, things have been pretty tough. The winter was super cold. So, you know, despite the weather, like the weather was deadly, right? Like, I mean, it was seriously, I went out and I, I was kind of worried about my truck starting. It started right up, but it felt cold. 
I mean, it power steering was a little sluggish. Like everything was brakes were a little sluggish. It took a little bit for that thing to kind of get warmed up and get going, um, just like me. But it might, literally, my face was like freezing off as I was walking into the venue, and I mean, I maybe walked 200 feet, you know. Uh, so the wind was cutting. It was just it was really really cold. But despite that, like the second you hit those doors, you walk in and like. The staff is right there. So you walk up, there's like this sort of like this counter that goes like a U shape. And they were greeting everyone. They were trying to get as many people in the door as they were waiting for the, the official open time of the expo so that everybody could stay warm. They were greeting everybody. They're talking to everybody. They're all super friendly. Um, you know, it was just it was just great. Right. So it was it was super impressive. But as you walk in the doors too, like not only is it warm physically, especially compared to the, the cold outdoor uh, temperatures, but like it just feels like a good place to be. Right. And that sounds a little cheesy, but I mean, it, I've been to some expos where it's like everybody just kind of acts aloof. You know, they don't really pay any attention to you. Like it's almost like vendors don't want to talk to you like they're annoyed by you. It's weird. Right. Like we've all been through those things before or you've probably been to some of those. And these may not even be overlanding specific events but like i know i've been to our city has a thing every year that's like a little fair or whatever and you can go to it and they have like a tent and you can get free stuff like stickers and patches and magnets and that sort of stuff but you go in there and you feel like you're being heckled right like you're just every booth is yelling at you to come and sign up for a thing they're like trying really hard to extort something out of you um that is not the way more feels more is like the perfect combination of like friendly and not aggressive <laughs> um so, again, what I mean is just, like, they're all, everyone's smiling at you, they're looking at you, they're, they're making eye contact, they're not avoiding you or ignoring you, they're not angry if you walk up to the booth, they're not annoyed with you, um, but they're also not like, oh, sign up for my newsletter, ah, like, they're not screaming and yelling at you or, you know, waving clipboards or anything like that, like, they're just, they're there, they've got their stuff, they're happy to serve you if you want to come over and check it out, um, and there's so many options, right, like, there's so many options everywhere that... You could, I mean, I spent a day, two days in there basically straight on my feet. My feet were killing me by the end of the thing, but it was all worth it. It was all amazing. I met so many good people, right? I made so many new relationships and it's like, it's, it's just awesome, right? Like I know I keep saying it's awesome, but it really was awesome. Um, it's really, it was really cool for me to see like a lot of these people that I've only ever followed on YouTube and to get to meet them in person and have them know who I was. That was really neat. There was a funny instance where I'm with Rogue Overland that we'd been talking for a little bit and a couple came up to them and uh, the husband was like, hey, I follow you guys to the Rogue Overland guys. And I kind of like took a step back like, okay, you talked, they're your fans. You can talk to them, you know, like they don't know who I am. And as I take my step back, they go, and I follow you too, Fletch. And I was like, oh, hey, and I like stepped back in, you know, and it felt really weird to, you know, to be recognized by someone. Um, so I will say, you know, it's weird. It feels a little bit weird to be recognized, but I appreciate you guys doing that. I appreciate you guys saying hi and saying that you like the content because that means a ton to me, right? So so it was nice to meet you guys. I met, and I met a number of people. There were there were like four or five different people. So when I say number, it's not a large number, right? I'm, I'm not famous or anything, but I met four or five people or couples um, while I was there that knew who I was. And I was like, man, this is pretty cool. And but more importantly than than being recognized, right? Like they then they started telling me their stories. They started telling me how they found me. They started telling me like what kind of stuff they liked. They told me about their builds. They showed me their vehicles. Like it was really cool. It was really neat. Um, so again, if you guys are listening or watching, thank you for introducing yourselves. Thanks for talking to me. I appreciate it. Um, 
you know, I, I have a feeling that as these things keep going, I'm not going to be able to take as much time because, I mean, I, I spent a good amount of time talking to everybody that I talked to there. But I will say that first Saturday, I pretty much didn't get any video content because I was just talking to people the whole day. And then I realized at the end, like, oh, shoot, I'm supposed to be making videos here. Like, that's literally the reason I came. Um so, but I just want to say, like, again, don't ever hesitate to say hi to me. I may not be able to talk to everybody for like a half hour, hour at a time, um, every time at future, uh, future events and stuff, but I'm going to try my best to talk to you as long as I possibly can without totally destroying my, my shot list that I have to get while I'm at that event. Um, so that was really, really neat. But again, like that same vibe, right? Like that sort of hometown, small, like, Hey, I watch your stuff. Hey, I like your stuff. Hey, I you know, I like your gear. Hey, I want to buy this thing. It was so neat, right? So um, again, cannot speak highly enough of it. I didn't make it to the first year. So this was my my first year going to more. Um, and I heard that the first year was great too, but it was a much smaller event. So even with the size of the event, again, tons of fun, tons of relationships built and forged, tons of people met and, you know, hands fist bumped. Um, like it was, it was a great time. So again, just want to kind of end by saying thanks to Chris Holloway for putting on this event. Thanks for thinking of us on the, in the Midwest, you know, so we don't have to drive to the coasts to go to an overlanding expo. And I can't wait to see what's coming for, for 2022. Um, so again, I hope that this was helpful for you guys. If you didn't get a chance to get out there, or if you've seen a bunch of those walkarounds where you've kind of seen the rigs that I'm talking about or seen the vendors that I'm talking about, those are all super cool. But I wanted to give you guys a little bit different take on it, right? Like, what is it actually like? What does it feel like? What were some of the experiences that I had? Um, so again, I hope that that was interesting for you guys. Um, if you don't already, subscribe on YouTube or follow on the podcast or you know follow on Facebook or Instagram. If you're on any of those channels and you want to hang out, click on those links in the description below. Come and subscribe. I'd love to have you. Um, you may have seen, if you've been to my website recently, unfortunately, my whole website was lost. Uh that's my fault because I had a buddy that was hosting it for a while and he was a great guy. He was doing it for free, um, but he became sort of unavailable and I hadn't talked to him in a long time and uh, the site went down and so I had no option but to move it. The reason I mention this though is if you've stuck it out this long, you know, if you are into patches or stickers, if you're looking for merchandise, I do still have it. I just don't, ha I have to rebuild this whole website from scratch and I've got to do it as time allows. Um, so, but if you want anything, just message me, just shoot me a message or shoot me an email at allthingsoverlanding at gmail.com. Um, and I will happily help you out. Patches are basically 13 bucks and stickers are six. That includes taxes, shipping, everything. Like that's the total. Um, so again, if you, anybody's interested in that stuff, just hit me up, send me an email, send me a direct message on Instagram, Facebook, wherever, and I will happily help you out. Um, but again, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you're on the podcast and we will see you guys next week. Take care.